This is episode 142 of the Auto What podcast. I'm Amon Bashir, and with me is Keegan On. Uh, Rob's kicking around somewhere, but uh, he doesn't like to be introduced anymore, so I'm just going to move on from that. Uh, our guest today is Zoe Town. How are you doing, Zoe? I'm doing pretty well. How are you? Good. Thanks for coming on the show, first of all. Second of all, um, plenty of things to talk about, including a number of connections with previous guests. So I'm intrigued <laughs> to explore that. But first, we have some beer in front of us. Uh, what are we drinking, Keegan? Today, we are drinking something from Bose. It's called the Full-Time IPA. 6.7% alcohol contact. Content? Yeah, not contact. Contact. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's an aromatic IPA in the contemporary West Coast style. Big tropical fruit gives way. Pine, <laughs> courtesy of American and New Zealand organic hop varieties. What do you think of that? Oh, I think you read that very well. I, I need to jump in here because Keegan <laughs> Keegan does these these pranks from time to time. Yeah, his microphone has was on, oh. and he recently turned it off. <laughs> That's <laughs> shit. Sorry. I thought I could hear so, myself. <laughs> people probably heard uh, whatever bled into my mic. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, honestly, if you didn't, yeah, don't yeah you can go to the Bose website and uh, read that <laughs> and description. Read That's all that uh, that happened. <laughs> uh, but it is an IPA. Uh, Zoe, what do you think of IPAs? Um. In general, I don't tend to know how to tell one beer from another apart mm-hmm. from taste, but I can tell you that it's fruity and it's tasty. Mm-hmm. That's a good call. I'm getting some fruitiness, uh, some citrusness, and uh, also tasty. Uh, yeah, it's fun. I, yeah, it's it's fun. It's it's again I, the theme I keep coming back to is whether something's well balanced or not. And I think I, I don't think I've had a bad bow uh, bad bows beer. Maybe you could like educate me on this. Is it hoppy? I don't really know how to it identify. Is hoppy. Okay. It is hoppy. Uh, how how do you, how do you define a hop or, or something? It's that's hoppy. bitter, right? That's the bitterness. There is some bitterness that comes along with it. It's uh, like an aftertaste. It's but, yeah. but it, it, it's also super. I want to say flavorful, but but I guess you can have non-flavorful. Uh, hop, I can I can jump in again yeah, here. Go ahead, because I I would describe it as kind of the like a savory like a more full like if you've had a beer like Keith's or like any of the Labatt like Labatt Blue or something, it's kind of a plain flavor like it's a beer flavor but it's kind of plain. But that the richness or the savory kind of feel is usually hops. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a good way. Okay. So anyway. Well, I like hoppy. it. Hoppy. Excellent. <laughs> you like it. What okay. You think, Keegan? Well, we have. Uh, it's fine. Uh, we have some food pairings here. <laughs> That's right. So Bose, uh, on their website, they always do a food pairings, or I think they generally do feed, food pairings with their beer. Uh, so what are the food pairings? That's with cannibalizing this? my bit here. <laughs> I do the food pairings. Yeah. Here we go. So you have to guess what would this go Why? well with? Why are you so aggressive? Well, it's like right, this was Rob's job. He bequeathed it to me. Explain and then all of a sudden, the mom's coming and he's going to do the whole show. Explain. Uh, go, <laughs> go drink Explain beer in the corner, what you're I guess. doing, man. So we're going to do a food pairing here. Yeah. Uh, Zoe and Iman, you have to tell us, uh, what do you think this would pair well with? And the person who guesses <laughs> the closest food to what it says wins uh, the rest of their beer. Okay. The loser has to pour their beer out. Nope. That's no, not, that's not a thing. Couch. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> None of that's happening. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll take a stab. Or do like uh, a meal. Okay. Oh, wow. That's yeah. so much more complicated. I, uh, I'm, I'm going to say a nice, a nice hearty Angus burger mm-hmm. with, uh, uh, some coleslaw on the side. Okay. <laughs> Good. I have no idea. So I'm going to say, um, 
a really big plate of nachos because that is all you need to have a meal. Wow. Cheese yeah. and chips and, and salsa and things. Okay, okay. I like that. Taking a stand. <laughs> That's good. Uh, what was the... Uh... Are you guys messing with me? No. That's crazy. What? Okay, the food pairing says word for word, chipotle and mango salsa with spiced tortilla chips mm-hmm. and... Barbecue beef burgers with caramelized <laughs> onions and sharp cheddar. Can we high five for that? That's insane. Awesome. That's the closest anyone's ever got by a fair margin. Like before, it, we were never even close. When, when I did this segment for years now, mm. nobody ever guessed like the actual dish that yeah, was, it was supposed laughable. to be. It was, yeah. Sometimes they were close, but mm-hmm. that was dead on two out of two. Well, you know what, uh, Bose, you did something right this time. Yep. I think we're done with the podcast forever. No, nope. <laughs> so we, we, we won. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's it. Uh, okay, well, that's uh, what we're drinking. Cool. Thanks for that, Geek. Okay, and he's flexing. <laughs> so <laughs> you gotta. Yeah, I guess. I don't know what you did in this situation, but that's uh, that's good. You read it out, uh, Zoe. Uh, so to start, tell us a bit about yourself, where you're from, and and sort of so sort of the path you took to to get to where you are today. Oh, so it's like, where are you from, first of all? Um, I'm from, I guess I'd say Ottawa, because okay. um, I was born just outside of Ottawa, and then we moved here when I was three, so okay. I'd say that counts. Okay, so Ottawa's home. Yeah, and okay. uh, lived here all my life. Okay. And um, so, uh, yeah. So did you, so yeah, you, you, you haven't moved anywhere, you stayed here. Uh, did you did you go to school or anything here, or did you just kind of... Uh, yeah, after high school, I took a, you know, like a year off to work, and yep. then I went to Algonquin for baking and pastry arts. Right. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, because, well, I always kind of knew that I wanted to go into the arts, but okay. I was really scared to do it, first of all, so I wanted sure. to buy my time, yep. and second of all, when I did, I knew I was going to need a day job, Yes. and I wanted it to be one that I wouldn't hate. Mm-hmm. Smart. Yeah. So, yeah, I've been working so- at the same bakery for like five almost six years now as a cake decorator and it's it's nice having a day job that yeah, you don't hate sure. well that's it and, and did you always know like that was sort of like the, the stream you wanted to go into sort of cake decorating or is it just anything um no it's actually funny um one year for i think it was my birthday i mentioned to my mom that uh I thought cupcakes were cute, and I just meant, like, I, I like the pictures of them, and I like eating them, but she took that as, like, a, oh, you want to bake, so she bought me, like, a whole bunch, like, everyone in my family all teamed together and bought me, uh, like, cookbooks and oh. utensils <laughs> and cupcake liners and everything, and it was like, here, go, bake, and I was like, wow. okay, I'll use this now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it turned out for the better. Yeah. I guess. Sorry, when, when did that happen? Like, during college or before? Um, or? Oh, before. That was probably... Yeah, when I was, like, finishing high school about. Okay, so, yeah. That, that, okay, interesting. It was good timing. I needed to figure out something to do with my life. Yeah. You could have literally said anything else, and you might be somewhere else right <laughs> I now. I could be in a totally different career. <laughs> interesting. guilt. Okay, yeah, that's all right. You got to be careful what you say to moms. Like, I, I guess. Did, I told my mom once that I liked the Muppet movie, like, the Muppets <gasps> Go to Hollywood. It's, like, an amazing movie. So you do. I haven't seen that one. Yeah, that's crazy. It was so good. Okay. But like that was, it was years ago. And to this day, I would say like once or twice a year, I'll still get a Muppet related gift. <laughs> like I like the Muppets, but it has like, it's like my entire wardrobe is uh, animal, the drummer. Oh, the drummer. Oh, okay. Right. I thought you meant like just animals. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, just yeah. animal, which is cool. He's changing the topic now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just in general. Interesting. It's funny how, how people kind of cling on to that yeah, yeah absolutely an aspect what what but, aspect do people cling to you about Amon or your mom uh, 
you know what? Uh, Batman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I was a big fan when I was yeah. four, but uh, no, I, <laughs> I, 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 I'm not a big comic book guy, but to this day, my mom would still like tell a stranger, oh, this is my son. He loves Batman. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Thanks, that's mom. That's a sign you need to that's call your mom more often. <laughs> yeah, yeah, new thing. I guess that's it. Your main. It's not like his job or anything. Nope. It's, it's my son. <laughs> he loves Batman. <laughs> My dad once uh, was trying to explain what I do, do and uh, so I, I work in HR for our government. Uh, He's like the Batman of the government. Yeah, pretty oh, much. Yeah, <laughs> Vigilante. And uh, my, I heard, overheard my dad on the phone, and he's like, um, so yeah, my son Amon, he's working for Human Resources Canada. I'm like, okay. And he was on the talk about what my job is. And I'm like, I'm, I think he was just trying to say I'm Human Resources for all of Canada, <laughs> whatever that means. So yeah. Sounds good. So I think, I think my parents sort of just pick on to a, a couple of things that, that, that happen and sort of run with it. So <laughs> there's that. Uh, but anyway, so back to, uh, so you, you went to school. Uh, sorry, what was the name of the program again? Pastry? Uh, no, yeah, bake, it was Baking and Pastry Arts. Baking and Pastry Arts. Is that a big program? Um, I, how do you define big? I don't know. When I took it, it was, it was just a one-year program. Okay. Um, and that was really convenient and easy. I guess. What's the class yeah. size for something like that? The class size? Oh, uh, it was kind of divided up into like segments, mm-hmm. like, or like different, uh, different classes. So I guess maybe like 60 people in our year, but okay. like divided into two like classes. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and sort of like, what's, what's sort of like, do you sort of just learn a bunch of it and, and then you sort of just go off and do your thing or do you get stints in bakeries or do you just kind of, um, when I was doing the program, we yeah. didn't have like a, a co-op at yeah, all. Yeah. Um, but now I think they've added one That's but yeah, cool. before it was like you would, you had like, um, classes where you learned about like uh, health and safety and, uh, like baking science, Course. you know, the mixing <laughs> of ingredients. Yeah. Uh, but you would also have two really long, like practical classes and we right. made a lot of bread. So I guess that was the kind of I guess. practical training for that. Okay. Sure. Interesting. Just, just curious. Cause I, I don't know anybody else who's been through that program which is uh interesting so so after that you got you you got into the bakery that you're in right now i guess or yeah i pretty much took a month after graduating and didn't do anything and then i decided i needed a job sure applied at one place and got it and haven't left since because i hate job hunting yeah no that and, and that's that's fair so at what point so obviously you you did that uh, you you sought that day job type thing, and then all with the intention of maybe having something going on, you know, a hobby or something going on on the side in order to explore your other artistic endeavors. Yes. So, at what point did you start, or were you already doing some other things on the side, whether it's singing or or, or your acting or anything? Um, I think pretty much after a few months of just having a day job, I um, realized I really missed theater and yep. started uh, seeking out auditions for plays and stuff. And that's when I really started doing that and getting into it. That makes sense. So how did, how did you get into that? Like what, what was your first big production um, coming back into sort of theater? I guess since like high school plays and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's put those aside. Yeah. <laughs> um, probably uh, a fringe show that I did yeah. called um, Die Zombie Die. Okay. Where I played a background zombie. It. Who I was a zombie, but I was also furniture. So you oh, know, great. Best of so both many worlds. skills, of course. <laughs> obviously, <laughs> that's all right. But it was like the first like professional show that I ever did, yeah, and yeah. it was for Fringe, which was exciting because I'd never even seen a Fringe show, let alone been in one before. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Okay. Um, and 
we uh, the play won Best in Fest, which is nice. wow. a really good introduction to uh, absolutely to theater. So I met a lot of people, and that's kind of how I figured out how to to be in theater. Uh, was just like meeting people because I got the audition for that. I think like off of Kijiji or something, which is really? definitely not how I look for auditions now. No, no, it wouldn't be. No, not at all. But. Um, yeah, actually, and that's how I met Rebecca. Oh, is that uh, right? Former guest and friend yes. of the show. <laughs> and roommate uh, of guest, mine. And roommate of yours. That's yes. right. <laughs> that's it. Uh, so, so following that, that's probably when things got a lot easier for you in, in the sense of finding gigs or, or finding uh, auditions or otherwise. Yeah, okay. um, just doing like various like plays and musicals. Yep. I really like doing musicals. They're fun. Yeah, I guess. Eh? Yeah. Is the musical scene big in Ottawa? Surprisingly, yeah. yeah. There's a few different um, like community theaters and yeah. also professional theaters that are doing them. Um, it's it's there's a lot of options out there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Are you big into musical theater? Is that like your um, art? I have done a lot of. <laughs> is that my art? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I really like they're really fun to do. You know, mm -hmm. because like any play that you do. Um, there's usually a fairly long rehearsal process yeah, yeah. and that's kind of the best part is like just hanging out with all these people and getting to know them and trying to like create something together yeah. and yeah. getting to really focus on it. But when it's musical, it's also just really high energy. There's usually dance numbers and right. um, it's just a really enjoyable way to spend your time. Yeah, As opposed to if you're doing a really dark, serious play where you leave rehearsal feeling drained and miserable because sure. you've been crying in character or whatever. I guess that, that happens as well. That's not something you think about when you're seeing the, the production, but I guess that's a thing. Yeah, because you have yeah. to kind of live with that story that you're working on for a few months before the show, right? Yeah, so yeah. it mm -hmm. kind of shapes the mindset, at least for me. And I know some, some friends of mine who get very into their characters. It kind of shapes the mindset that you're in for the next yeah. few months. Yeah, uh, that'll do it. So, so from that first Fringe show and, and sort of going you know, from then on, I guess, for the years that that passed... Uh, what were some of the, like, are there, are there pieces of advice that you wish you had, uh, you know, sort of getting started or, or, or even like, you know, is there something that would have made it easier in a sense of jumping into the scene or, or was it really just get in, do your show and just sort of network from there? No, it was, uh, mm. Like, if I was to give advice to someone now, I'd say there are Facebook groups that have yeah, lots of uh, information, but, yeah. um, I don't know if I could really change anything about the way I, I learned and met people because I felt like it was really nice and slow and yeah. steady. And uh, I guess the only advice I would give myself is to not stress out so much. But that's yep. also the advice I'm trying to give myself every day. <laughs> I and guess. I haven't <laughs> been able to absorb it. So I guess. I, I feel like a lot of people are guilty of that. Yes. Mm -hmm. So coming into it, uh, you found that everything was pretty welcoming in that sense? Yeah. I guess like. I used to be really scared and I'm like, oh my God, these people are so cool and they all know each other and I'm not going to be included, but right. they totally do because they're weird art people and <laughs> they'll be your friend. Yeah, I, I guess so. Well, in some, I guess I would have assumed that some people were probably going to be clicky, but you're saying that it's pretty open. I found it to be, yeah. Okay, interesting. And it must be nice because you have a shared love of theater or musical theater. Yeah, and like yeah. when you do any kind of show like that becomes like a temporary click, you yeah, know, that right. because you're all spending time together working on this one project. But yeah. then as soon as that's over, you all have to go and find a different project. So then you all kind of form, 
I guess the best way to describe it is there are like clicks, but they sure. overlap so much that it's all just like a Venn diagram of scribbles. I guess. And there's always somebody new coming in. So exactly. it's, uh, you're, so you're, you're, you're sort always of getting a chance to get to know people. And that makes yeah. sense. So, so going like fast forwarding, uh, you've clearly been in enough productions that, you know, the, the, at least from what I know, things have you, you like some of the endeavors that you've been in have been bigger and bigger, so much so that you were up for an award that, that we can talk about in a bit. Can you talk about a bit of your path in terms of starting from that fringe show, the types of productions you got had the opportunity to jump into, uh, including, you know, I, I know you did something with Brett Kelly at one point in time, mm-hmm. who was a former uh, 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 guest on the show. And you did some film as well, I think uh, you did. So can you talk about sort of how your path like where your path kind of led following that fringe or, or, you know, sort of condensed, I suppose. Yeah, I guess, um, well, right after I did Die, Zombie, Die, um, I mean, we remounted it that fall. And then um, immediately after I started doing uh, Legally Blonde, the musical. Right, with, yeah. Uh, Orpheus, which is a really big musical theater, um, like community theater yep, in absolutely. Ottawa. Um, and I'm trying honestly to remember what I did next after that. Yeah. And I can't, but, um, oh. or even some of the highlights, the highlights of the yeah. some highlights, favorite, least favorite project. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Getting to both. Oh, not possible. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Um, an early one that, that meant a lot to me was I, uh, did the Rocky Horror Show at the Gladstone. Yeah. Cool. Okay. And that was a really great opportunity. It was with the same director uh, as Die Zombie Die, um, sure. Stuart Matthews, sure. who moved away to England. Okay. Um, but yeah, and that was a really, really good show. And I met so many wonderful people doing that one. Great. And um, after that, everything felt a lot less scary. That one I almost didn't even audition for because you had to like send in a form that was like, why do you think you'd be good for this production and stuff. And I was like, I'm not a professional actor. They're not going to want me. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Um, so I wasn't going to, but then, uh, the director Stuart had posted on Facebook, like, Hey, we've got a few slots open today. If anyone wants to come by. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to do it. <laughs> so I just kind of showed up. Um, I almost had to get off the bus and throw up because I was so scared. Really? I felt, I felt so inferior. I felt like I, I didn't belong there. And then, because of how formal the process was. I guess, yeah. And because I was like, I'm not a professional, but it's like, uh, why are you being silly? Everyone has to start somewhere. Like, you can't just show up and be a, I don't know, big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but totally. yeah, so it, um, yeah, that was a re- that was like a really good experience to remind me always to try things, no matter how terrified you are of yeah. them. Yeah, no, that, that that's a that's a huge lesson to learn. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. And and then following that, uh, yeah. I'm just trying to other 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 highlights. Uh, yeah, because there was a while where like every spring I seemed to be doing a musical at the Gladstone. Yeah. So yeah, I did that, and then I did um um oh my fair zombie. <laughs> right. Right. Which was the Brett that's Kelly Brett Which production. was Brett that's Kelly, right. yeah. Okay. And that's how I started working with him. And then this past year, I did um, Little Shop of Horrors. I saw that. that. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That yeah. Was so that was a show that I had wanted to do for a really long time. That looked like a lot of fun. It was. Uh, I mean, anytime you get to get eaten by a giant plant, right, yeah. that is a good time. You don't just pass up that opportunity. <laughs> no, not at yeah. all. It's catchy. I don't think I've ever seen the musical, but I've listened yeah. to the soundtrack a lot because I like the music. It's yeah. good music. Yeah. It's like it dark Disney. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it is. Eh? Absolutely. Yeah. That's a good descriptor. I like that. Interesting. Oh, that, that production. So 
That's one that I know that you sometimes subbed in for the lead. Is that right? Yeah, I was the uh, the understudy for Audrey, who's the yes. female lead, that's and right. so that meant I did the matinee shows. That's that's huge. That's yeah. a, that's a big oh, wow. opportunity. Yeah, that was fun. And then the rest of the time, I was doing ensemble, so I had like right. other small little parts. Sure. So you were always in the show. It's just a matter of what capacity. Exactly. Which also means I had to learn two different parts for the right. show. What's that like? Um, do you confuse the two, or I guess, yeah, do you, uh, did you just break out? Yeah, as like, uh, all of a sudden. <laughs> not so much with physicality, but yeah. sometimes you're like, "What harmony am I singing today?" Because that oh, changes. Yeah. Oh, I guess, yeah. Yeah, these are there are things that don't go through my mind, but that makes sense. <laughs> exactly, but it's okay. it's a fun exercise for your brain to be like, "How much can I take on?" Sure, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, do you ever feel the need to say the lines that Audrey is supposed to be saying when you're not playing Audrey? Or did you? <laughs> like melting along. Yeah, even. Yeah, catching her mistakes. Just like, this is my part. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> a little gremlin or something? No. Yeah, um, no, nothing like that, eh? No, usually I'm like, I don't have to do this tonight and I can just sit uh-huh. here and. <laughs> Easy enough. Okay, that, that's cool. Our, our friend was uh, talking about being an understudy in a, a Broadway show, or he, I guess he was reading about it. Yes. And he was saying that the job basically is like at showtime, you need to be within. 200 yards of the theater wow and you get paid like forty thousand bucks a year or something you know like a regular salary just to hang out most of the time so that's like, pretty good i guess you'd have to right? i guess you need like, to also know the part but oh you're yeah saying, like the main requirement is just be around in case something happens yeah that's it. yeah well i guess yeah is because wow. especially on broadway it's probably rarer that somebody's learning two parts right yeah or yeah. Or, or or even at the show but interesting be a cool job yeah that would See, be cool. that would be a great job yeah. Yeah. although yeah, yeah. i wonder I, I feel like that might be a bit stressful because you if never you're, know if you yeah. are the lead or if you are that actor then you know you're going on but if you're the mm-hmm. understudy that 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 uncertainty would probably throw me off yeah but who knows? And what if you're um, always on edge, but you never get to go on stage? You, and then it's oh, been yeah. like That's months. That's the worst. <laughs> and, you're, and you haven't yeah. done the show. You forget how <laughs> to act. Yeah. Uh, is that what you think would happen? Yeah, I think so. I guess. You, you know. just forget? Yeah, you get rusty. True story. <laughs> I guess. So at what point did you get into film? Uh, so uh, first of all, can you talk about the Ottawa film scene? I didn't realize Ottawa even had Yeah, it's really interesting, and it's kind of all over the place. But um, I started doing like a lot of short films. I guess okay. like um, for there's a lot of there's a few different um, kind of short film I don't know if you can call them competitions there's one called uh, Digi60 which oh, is a, a competition kind of and they kind of it happens I think twice a year and they give you like a topic like a sure. like a theme yep. and then um, you know writers and directors have to find each other and kind of figure out how to you know um, make something and then they cast their shorts and they film right. them and mm-hmm. they uh, show them all over like a weekend or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I've only done that I think once, which was this spring. Okay. Um, and there's another one that I can think of off the top of my head that's called uh, Monster Pool, which has gone on for a few years now. I sure. think they just had the third year, and it's like a horror themed one. So you like a whole bunch of different people do short films and they're all like little individual like horror stories but yeah. then they all put them together into one movie as an anthology and they show it at the mayfair oh yeah that's very yeah. cool how how did you get in, or you you got involved in that one as well yeah which one so you've been involved in digi 60 and monster pool yes how how did you get involved is it through the network that you made through theater or is it kijiji um, again or was it another some of the times it's like yeah if i'm 
get recommended by a friend, but a lot of it is on like Facebook. There's a lot of uh, on groups on Facebook where people post uh, auditions, especially because Ottawa, it those th- those aren't professional gigs, right? Those are right. you're showing up because you love it and you want to do it. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, they they don't need to go through like official channels. I guess. Yeah, yeah interesting. <laughs> is uh is horror something that you gravitate towards? Like you're talking about Little Shop of Horrors, My Fair Zombie. <laughs> is there things like is that something you're purposely That doing? is not something I'm purposely mm-hmm. going for. That is something that Ottawa seems to really love. Mm-hmm. Like horror. That horror. And okay. I think it's because it's a government town, so we need this like something to excite us. Dark, seedy, <laughs> yeah. gritty underbelly of art. I love that. Repet- repressed guys. Exactly. Why are you playing on me, man? It's <laughs> like government people. <laughs> you have a seedy underbelly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So all that to say, when you got to Digi sixty, yes, it wasn't just any award show for or, or festival for you. You won an award, is that right? I did win an award. That it, was yeah. This that was uh, last spring. Last spring, yes. What did you win? Uh, I win. I won the uh, Emerging Actor Award. That's so mm. that that's big. It's pretty good. Um, and that one I got involved with because I had worked with the uh, the filmmaker Julie Zhu before. Okay. And she is lovely, and I really love any opportunity to work with her. Sure. So when I had like actually I had one day off in the middle of my um, two week Little Shop of Horrors run. Yeah. Um, and I, instead of resting, I went and filmed all day for this one thing. I was oh, great. exhausted, but I was like, "This is going to be worth it. It's going to be so good." Um, and then. When it came out, I, d- I, w- I didn't even go to the award show. I just got a message like, hey, by the way, you won a thing. Oh. <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> that was going to be my next question. This, is this going to be a milestone moment. Yeah. Wow. And I missed it. And who accepted on your behalf? Probably Julie. I don't know. I wasn't there. <laughs> I don't okay. know these things. Okay. He- here's your opportunity. You just won the award. What do you say? Oh, yeah. And Zoe Taxton. You like me? You really like me. No, I'm pretty good. I can't think of my own things to say. <laughs> yeah, Give I me guess. a script. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Give me something to read. No, that that's big. I didn't realize that there were uh and and I guess there would be, right? I guess like, you know, like Faces has awards and like there's business mm-hmm. awards, there's all kinds. I just I didn't think that the the scene was big enough that would even allow for that, but I guess even just by having it, it encourages people to, to sort of get involved in the, in these types of you know fields or arts or otherwise, right? So yeah, I think there's just a lot of people who want to be doing these kinds of projects and want to be working on film, but there isn't a really big professional industry here, so people right. are just kind of DIYing it and saying, "Okay, I'm mm-hmm. just going to rent this equipment and learn how to use it and find other people who are really passionate about this." Interesting. And everyone's just kind of making their own stuff and, and making their own scene. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, that makes sense. So. Uh, with that, let's switch to a segment. Keegan, uh, what are you doing? This is Classic Ottawa, our weekly news segment where we talk about uh, all the cool stuff going on in Ottawa. News. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like that. I bolded the news. Yeah, that's great. I thought it would be good. As in, like, on, on the paper, so you just read it? <laughs> and vocally. <laughs> oh, that's great, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two Ottawa weed dispensary clerks pled guilty to one charge of drug trafficking this past week. Well, at least uh, they will have some street cred in prison. A clerk at Shoppers Drug Mart similar, was similarly sentenced last month for cough medicine trafficking, and it reportedly hasn't been going well for him. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that's kind of crazy you can get charged for trafficking drugs for working at a, a weed shop. 
Yeah, I'm confused by that. I think it's because they're not officially legal. Sure, but it's like. But then how are they open? He really like tra- it's trafficking seems dramatic for what they're for you know working a. Well, you're you're still a crappy retail job. I, I, honestly, I I think the whole thing is just kind of weird <laughs> because everybody knew there was going to be this gray area period. So I can understand why people jump the gun and try to do their thing. But mm-hmm. in theory, you're still like by definition. In theory, you're still passing it along. Mm-hmm. Passing along a currently illegal substance. Yeah. But, you know, like, are is that law targeting, you know, are they getting who they want to get? Absolutely not. Which is what kind of my... Yeah, that makes sense. So what do you think of drug trafficking in general? Oh, wow. <laughs> the heavy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you could just say no comment if you want. But no you sound, comment. There you, you sound go. crazy guilty. The, fe- <laughs> <laughs> the federal budget talks are underway and Ottawa City Council is hoping to receive funding for a mega library. The $168 million project would go up in the Le- Breton Flats and would cement Ottawa as Canada's nerd capital. Oh my God. <laughs> Seems like insane to ask for a library. Uh, instead sorry. of other stuff. I'm sorry, what? Uh, it's like, would that be on, on the top of your wish list? If you for, were in oh, a from, city? The, from the federal government is what you're saying. I mean, if you're a city councilor and they're like, there's an opioid crisis going on and potholes are rampant in the city. Hmm. I'm just gonna. I, I'm. I'm just gonna throw it out. Uh, just ask a question. Mm-hmm. How did you do on your grade ten literacy test? <laughs> did I say opioid wrong again? <laughs> yeah, I'm just just curious. I just. Uh, oh, or just my dis, uh, distaste for libraries. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, it was. It wasn't great. I don't. I'm not holding a grudge or anything. <laughs> no, of course. Okay, there you go. All libraries must burn. <laughs> <laughs> Elgin Street will be completely closed for renovations in 2019. The announcement came as a huge shock to members of the community, specifically alcoholics. What? Why did you look at me again? (laughs) (laughs) Elgin has a lot of bars. It does, yeah. It really does. And I'm kind of sad. It's going to, well, I guess it might be good for people who like to drink because you can't drive anymore. Like now you like have to bust to. Yeah, it's just going to be like street traffic. Yeah, I think you can just walk. I assume, I hope. I didn't read the article. Yeah, you you can at least. Well, the businesses are going to say, oh, well. Hope. Uh, well, like, you don't know. They might absolutely screw over like every yeah. business. That would be insane. Uh, they might make like a river of magma <laughs> down, down Elgin. The floor is lava. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you got to read the article. That's the problem with today's young people like us. You did you not read the article? No, did you read the article? It was not my article. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Zoe, did you read the article? Be honest. Obviously. Uh, okay. <laughs> and finally, failed city council candidate Ian Bursey has been jailed after discharging a firearm in his neighbor's South Ottawa yard. To be fair, his neighbor had years earlier told Bursary to shoot me if I ever become a Barhaven suburbanite. <laughs> um, yeah, that was the news. Oh, thanks for that. That story was crazy That's because... a weird mix of things. Uh, I did read the article. Good for you. And it's uh, these two neighbors in Barhaven, uh, and this guy... Uh, frequently cuts through his neighbor's yard to walk to get cigarettes. Oh. And then I guess um, this last time, or sorry, he drunkenly cuts through his neighbor's yard and like kicks bushes and stuff. <laughs> and so this last time the neighbor finally like said something and then the guy uh, was drunk and pulled out a, a, like um, a World War II either antique or replica, okay. like an old timey pistol and then fired it in the air. And then his neighbor tackled him and beat the crap out of him. And now he's in jail. That's great. 
Yeah. That's, uh, that's like a fun, cool. You never hear about that in Barhaven. I guess we should probably try to have him on the podcast. We should. Yeah. yeah. Live from whatever Ottawa's jail is called. Yeah. Anyone know? I don't know. Mugshots? Ottawa Carlton? Yeah, no, yeah Mugshots, yeah. Mugshots yeah. yeah. <laughs> is the old time jail. Yeah. reference? No, that, that's closed, right? <laughs> yeah, that's closed. Oh, dear. No, I never went there. I never went there either. I also didn't. Oh, I, I, was, I was in Quebec City this past weekend, and we were in, a, in a, uh, one of the museums, and part of the museum is an old prison. And it made me think of how, like, you know, that's an awesome opportunity that we have here is that we can go through this old prison from all the history and all that stuff. And how that bar like name was beautiful. And I never made a point to go there. And now it's closed and it's gone. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, I, I, I don't know if, 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 yeah. Do we know if another one opened there? Now I want to go. I'm going to go there tonight. And I'm going to, wow. I'm going to say, my God's come back. <laughs> Amon is not going to go tonight. No, I, need to, yeah. I need everyone to there, know there's that. Okay. There's that. Uh, Zoe on top of, the film uh, uh, acting you do, the theater uh, uh, stuff that you, you do, you're also into music. I am. Uh, part of two bands, yes? Yes. So so what are the bands, first of all? Um, the first band that I've been for in for a few years is uh, Jumpin' Joel Flash and the Magic Machine. Right, Joel. Joel, you had just on recently. Recently, yeah, yes. absolutely. When you lied and said, yeah, Zoe, oh. we've had her on the podcast. <laughs> but and now. Let's <laughs> talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, it's true. So I, uh, <laughs> did it really it. happen? Yeah. Who knows? This episode is our, like, redaction, you know? The yeah. Is, uh, what, what, yeah. Was, what was his episode? 240? 240. Uh, 140? 140? Exactly. There were so many umbrellas everywhere in that bar. It was pretty great. Right. Um, but yeah, it was a really fun show. We had uh, China Doll um, yeah. emceeing it, and we had uh, Rhythm and Burgundy, right. who are an awesome comedy duo band. Awesome. Uh, open for us. And it, uh, this other band called like, uh -oh. Tears from a Rainbow. Wait, I, now I think terrible. I heard about this. Wow. They are but, awful. Oh, 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 hold on a second. It, it was Joel, right? Did he open for himself? I mean. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there it is. I was ready to dump all over that. Screw this band. I remember seeing a Facebook event where uh, people were just saying, oh, yeah. I think it was on Facebook where people were just like, oh, it's, there's just this other band. And it was weird because it was like, you know, you're normally excited for the whole thing. And, and, mm -hmm. and, 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 and everything that. I even heard or, or leading up to it and even afterwards people were just talking about how like oh how crappy this other band was <laughs> until I learned that it was him himself that in, in disguise yeah it's him and Brad <laughs> our uh, guitar player <laughs> just I mean no it's this other totally band they're from right, of course. Uh, the, the Isle of Sorrow or whatever or whatever they said <laughs> yeah, interesting okay and, uh, they're terrible they're really bad <laughs> but also really enjoyable so, I'm not gonna lie okay. so beyond the terrible parts how did the show go the show went really well. It was yeah. fun. Um, it was really warm. <laughs> right. We had a lot of lights, and we're all wearing sequins. Mm -hmm. So many sequins. Right. Okay. Yeah. But uh, it went really well. People, we sold out. It was a yep. really fun show. That's great. That's great. Yeah. So one of the things that Joel mentioned, and it's kind of interesting to have 
you know, different perspectives from the same band. So uh, he talked about how, you know, he tries to make sure that, you know, whenever he's performing or whenever you guys collectively perform, you're never in one particular spot of Ottawa for a very long time. You try to like sort of mix, mix it up a little bit. So he says that sometimes you guys are pressed. Sometimes you guys try to uh, go sort of closer to the West end or East East end or, or otherwise. Do you, do you so what, what, what do you think about that? And how, how does that work for you guys? I think that's more of like a general, like, I don't know, ideology than, sure. than a thing that has been going on. Like lately we're um, kind of talking about like trying to do different kinds of gigs and do more theatrical stuff. So we may right. be trying to integrate more of a, a theatrical element into it. Fair. Okay. So to, to heighten kind of what we're doing in that sense yeah. more than just, um, yeah, more than just like performing music, but like yeah, kind of being in these characters and stuff. So that's, that's one aspect of that. Um, but yeah, the other thing is, yeah, you can't, yeah, like what he was saying is you, you can't keep playing the same kind of thing and expecting people, the same people to show up, you know? Right. Like, At some point in time that yeah, sort of people wears. We're going to stop coming. They're like, oh, well, I've seen the show. That's right. Well, so you kind of have to keep either moving it to different places where people haven't seen it or yeah. you have to um, change the show and, and grow it into something different. Makes sense. Yeah. Okay. And, and is, is your band different from other bands in that, you know, a traditional band, they have a bunch of songs and, you know, not that it, it doesn't take a lot of time to prepare, but learning song takes less time than song plus choreographing. And, you, you know, you guys do a lot of other stuff. Like it must be hard to prepare new material all the time. It can be, um, but everyone's just really enthusiastic. Yeah. And um, it's good when we actually physically get together um, because we'll just be playing songs and mm -hmm. completely goofing around during practice and right. that's kind of how we come up with things oh is, that's cool um kind of jokingly like the idea for the uh, the music video yes i'm not sure you know was originally supposed to be an actual like choreographed like okay go style yeah. video um and then we're like or it could just all go straight <laughs> to hell and <laughs> that's kind of what happens anyway which which ended with an awesome product right exactly. and it's something and it's, that's different and unique and, yeah, and, and that makes sense funny and it's it's endearing, if I may say so. Oh, of course. Can <laughs> you if say I, that if yourself? If I'm allowed to say that about uh, my man's music we'll, video. We'll let the viewers say. <laughs> you decide. Uh, Go yeah. check out our music video. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Comment. Um, so that, so that, that's Joel Flash and the Rainbow Machine. Oh, my God. It's not even close. <laughs> what? Gorgeous. No. Wow. Really? Zoe, please. I think of the, Correct I think him. Of the video. Wow. And Joel Flash and the, ma the Magic Machine. Jumping Joel Flash and the Magic Machine. That's right. Right, that's right. Yes. Wow, rainbow. That was weird. We do have a lot of rainbows. Uh, you you do. On. I'm thinking of the music video is what I'm thinking yeah. of. Uh, but uh, so that's 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 that band. Uh, now, yes. can you speak about uh, Valois, which is your other band? Yes. Um, so probably like this fall, I guess I started um, rehearsing with uh, with Valois, which is my friend Charlie's band, who you've also sure. had. Yes, we have. Yeah. That's, yeah. And um, Valois was, our, was a has been a band for a while, but. Um, Everyone was kind of moving away to different cities, and I think it got hard for them to rehearse and do shows and things. Right. So, um, actually, I had to kind of like reform the lineup because everyone was like, "Ah, eh, we're good. We're gonna do our own thing." So, yeah. um, he was like, "Okay, I need new people. <laughs> okay. Who wants to sing some songs sure. and stuff?" Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I joined and was like, I, "I'll try. I've heard this album a lot. Sure, yeah, <laughs> I know stuff." Um, <laughs> so yeah, we had our first like big like public gig. Um, a few nights ago on the 25th. Yeah, that was oh, two great. days ago. Nice, okay. Um, which also sold out 
Huge. Uh, that's great. That was yeah. also at Live on Elgin. Okay. <laughs> There's like two big gigs. Good karma 10 days there. Apart. Yeah. Live on Elgin. Love that place. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that was also really fun. Now the band is like the, the two bands are quite different. Quite different. So, yeah. so can you speak a bit now to, to sort of Valois and the sort of the way, the way in which it operates? Um, or, 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 or even like, you know, like what's, what's the feel? Well, I guess like the biggest and, difference is the actual sound of the music. Like Jump on Joel Flash and the Magic Machine sure. is like folky country-ish, but like also a little bit rock, but mostly, yeah, there's a very country vibe to it. Whereas okay. Thalwa is very like 80s, like bubblegum synth pop. <laughs> okay. Yep, so yep. it's a completely different, um, Sound even, and yeah. experience, yeah. Sure. But okay. it's also very kind of visually striking. Like we all try to put on really, um, I don't know how to say, like just bright or extreme kind of outfits, sure. and uh, also try to yeah in- incorporate more of like a performance aspect into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that so, makes sense. Yeah, interesting. Uh, now you just had a show on Sunday, you said. Yes. Uh, do they or do you guys have? like an, uh, another album coming out anytime soon or oh, is yeah, it? Yeah. Sorry. That show was a, uh, an album release show. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah, so it's both at so, once. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that'll, that'll do it. So you're, you're on an album having, having been with them since the fall. Yes. Well, um, a lot of the music for the album was recorded before I joined, Okay. but, yep. uh, I'm on some, um, I'm on some of the tracks doing, um, like backing vocals, Great. Just, like yeah. harmonies and stuff. Totally. Underneath. Yeah. Um, Yep, that, yeah. that, that'll do it. Interesting. Yeah. So two bands, uh, all of your theater endeavors, your uh, film, short film uh, sort of endeavors as well. Uh, what are some of your upcoming projects? Something that where people can check some of your stuff up. Um, sorry, currently I'm working on a, a feature length film, actually. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and it's a, a film noir. Okay. It's with Brett Kelly, and okay. it's called Murder in High Heels. Okay. So... That's really fun. We're doing a lot of filming for that this month. Sure. But we've been working on it for months. Can you give away any any plot details? Um, I can tell you, it's a very classic film noir. So okay. I play the very traditional uh, femme fatale. Of course. Sure. So yeah. I get to wear a lot of really nice clothes. Great. Mm-hmm. But I'm totally trouble. Ah, of course. That's yeah. how it works. Okay. It's a lot like walking into a detective's office. And, <laughs> <laughs> like of I knew that dame was yeah. tricky. That kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Very much so. Okay. Um, uh, so yeah, that's really exciting getting to do something that because uh, I've, I've never been like a main character in a feature film before. So sure, yeah. that's a really big exciting project for me. Yep. Um, I also have upcoming shows with uh, both bands. Okay. Yeah, I think. Uh, any shows come to mind? Yes. Um, Jump and Joel Flash and the Magic Machine. We're playing um, for St. Patrick's Day. We're at the Rainbow. Okay. Um, cool. The rainbow, everybody. The rainbow. <laughs> Amon said rainbow earlier. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a callback, I guess. Yeah, it. Yeah. He said rainbow. <laughs> You're like, it counts. So. Together. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> and uh, and the next Valois show, we're playing um, Live on Elgin again. Okay. Uh, March 31st. Okay. So about with both next month. Yes. Oh, okay. Makes sense. Um, or and this month, depending on when you're listening. Ooh. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm helping. 
and uh, you are on the uh, the new music video for Jumpin' Joel Flash and the Magic Machine, The Rain? Yes. Okay, so there's that. So people can find that on both the website and... The website, it's on Facebook, it's on YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. All that. Uh, is there anything else you want to promote? Promote? This, um, this is the time. Oh we're, run, we're running up. We're closing it. Oh. The pressure yeah. is real. Um, <laughs> not really. I think those are like the things that I'm doing, really. And oh, I'm, okay. I'm proud of them. And, okay. And yeah. yeah, you should be. That's a lot. That's a lot you're doing on top of your day job, too, right? Yes. Like, when we haven't lost sight of that. That's a lot to, to have going on, which is I awesome. I drink a lot of coffee. I guess you would have to. Yeah. Do you have a favorite coffee shop? Uh, just like at work because oh, I just drink in it general. for free. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to do you want to promote your your bakery itself? I, I uh, yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't <laughs> need promoting. That's we, fine. we get enough it's business. A oh, God. It's a bakery in Ottawa. <laughs> they have coffee. Don't There's give that. me more work. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> uh, Keegan, where can the listeners find us? You can go to oddwhatpodcast.com for this episode and many others from the past. Uh, yeah, we're on Facebook and Twitter. And Instagram, even, if you're a, a young, cool person. And, um, yeah, tweet at us. We're just waiting for people to email us or do something. Leave us a review somewhere. Can people leave reviews? Producer Rob? Yes, of course people can leave reviews. On app, Does it have to be iTunes? Uh, iTunes is the big place, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's no Android equivalent for reviews? No. Google Play does not have that capability. Stupid Google. <laughs> but if you really want to comment, email Google. Tell them that yeah. you want that functionality to Google be... Google at Google.com. Yeah. I think to, it's the to, good. To be added to Google Play, uh, and then we'll, we'll go from there. Or just send us an email, I guess. Yeah. We'll no, f- do, the, do the Google we'll Play. We'll forward thing. it to Google. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and with that, we'll let you end the episode with saying Ottawa what? Ottawa?